Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Living Like a G. (laughs) (laughs) I just started this podcast and uh, one of my very first guests is my cousin Micah. Yay! Hey, everybody. And uh, I brought Micah on because she's got a lot of the details of what this G has was like as a kid. Oh, yeah. Growing up, she's got all the dirty deeds. Hopefully, she doesn't expose me too much. <laughs> there are some things that my parents still don't know about. So yeah. let's keep those we'll stories under wraps. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it would be cool to just have a podcast and just, I don't know, just bring my friends and family on and have a great time. So what cool. I want to know to kick this whole thing off is what was I like as a kid from your perspective? Okay. <laughs> okay. How much time do I have? Right, no. right. Which, which I'll, I'll give this little fact for everybody. Um, in our family, uh, we have... A, a big group of cousins, like the majority of us, that were all kind of born within a decade of each other. Yeah. And I was the youngest out of that group. Yeah. Then about ten or ten or fifteen years later, my my aunt Carlene ha- had kids, and and they were much later. So they were more with ended up being with the the cousins who were having cousins in terms of age group. Mm-hmm. But out of out of the main portion of us, I am the youngest. So, right. okay, so now go go from there. Hopefully I wasn't too annoying. Okay. So even though she was the littlest out of our group, she was one of the loudest for sure. <laughs> and Still it's funny, like, as soon as she asked me, like, what, do you, what is your uh, memory of me as a kid? The, one of the first thing that comes to my mind is loud. <laughs> I don't know why. I wow. just, I do associate that with you. Like In my defense, Cardiff is louder. <laughs> Cardiff is the loudest. He is loud, yes. (laughs) Yeah, but you just were never quiet. You always had a lot of energy. Mm. You were always down to have fun and, like, do whatever. Like, you'd be out playing basketball, but then you could also, like, work on Beyonce choreography with me. Like, (laughs) you know, just the whole gamut. Um, Always down for a good time and Mm. lots of energy, just lots of volume. Right. Um, And then as you got older... Um, I became to know you like as a friend. Right. And still to this day, you're one of my closest friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I will say, uh, that you're the very loyal person. Mm. I think any of your friends would probably say this about you, that they know like you'll do anything for them and, right. uh, you'll always be there for them. And you're very, um, kind and caring, even though yeah. like exterior wise, you might think not like. Yeah. You're not like all heart, like as far as like mushy gushy, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Although I've weepy. managed to get her to cry many times <laughs> at many uh, movies. I know how to pick them. Oh, let me tell you. Oh my gosh. Hold on. We have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm bringing up this story from my perspective. Okay. So Micah knows. I, like Micah said, I don't really like crying. There's been traumatizing things that have happened in my life already. <laughs> I don't need more trauma that I've brought on to myself, okay? So, I don't like movies that make me cry. I don't like TV shows that really make me cry. The only one that as I've matured, matured, <laughs> and, uh, and I've allowed myself to become more vulnerable, I've 
uh, let myself watch Grey's Anatomy and I cry probably almost every other episode now. Yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, I was like real like baddie with it. Like I was mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, I don't like crying. I don't want to go to a movie. I like funny movies, action movies, whatever. Right. So Micah already knows this about me. Okay, she already knows how I feel about this, okay? And we used to go to the movies a lot. We had some friends that worked there. They would get us in for free, so we would go all the time. And uh, Micah's like, "Uh, oh, like we should go see a movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Which one do you want to see? And she's like, well, I... I really want to see my sister's keeper. And I was like, oh, what's what's that one about? <laughs> Wasn't that like the black comedy one? And she goes, it's, it's got some funny parts. That's what she says. She leads me in with it has some funny parts. Okay. So I'm thinking, cool. This is going to be a movie that I like. I show up. The first scene is this 16-year-old girl throwing up from cancer. And I'm like, what <laughs> the heck have you dragged me to? So we're watching this. It was this- so good, though. Oh, my God. It we're was such a good movie. We're watching this movie, and I'm, like, halfway in, and I have managed to keep it together. I'm like, you are not going to cry. Like, you keep it together. Like, inside, I'm like, you don't, don't cry. Then all of a sudden in the movie, you know, she gets involved with some boyfriend who's also sick, and... They do stuff together, and he doesn't call her back. And she's like, why isn't he calling me back? Blah, 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 blah. Come to find out, he dies. Yeah. Done. I was done. (laughs) I am sobbing my eyes out for the next hour of that movie. I am so upset. Cannot seem to get it under control. And then the movie ends, and I'm like looking at I'm like, Mike, I am so mad at you. And as I say that to her, there's a guy in the back that's like, (laughs) It was just so sad. A straight yeah, up dude. Do you remember that? that? I remember that. Oh my God. So then we leave the theater and I'm like, I feel spent. Yeah. I can't do anything for the rest of this day. Yeah. There's been a few, a few tear jerkers that I've drug you into Ugh. for sure. And then I remember Hunger Games. Oh my God. And I didn't know they were going to have like beasts like that, but they had these creatures that looked <laughs> very wolf-like. Oh. And if you don't know, Gina has a legit fear of wolves. I do wolves. not like wolves. I mean, I respect them for the animal that they are, but I literally, if you caught me in Alaska, I would be scared for my life. My worst fear is to be ripped limb by limb by a pack of wolves. Like straight up, that's my biggest fear. So I remember you being so terrified through that oh, movie. It was so funny. That movie I is, it. I still love that movie. Yeah, love Jennifer Lawrence. One. I mean, J Law is like, I think we would be friends in yeah. hopefully this life. Yeah. Um, but golly, yeah, I really, I really don't <laughs> like crying at all. It just, it just like, I feel like it upsets my day. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why, like when I watch Grey's Anatomy, I watch it at night because the day's over. There's yeah. no like having to fight that yeah. I was emotional. You just cry yourself to sleep. Yeah. I mean, what? what and, <laughs> changing that aspect for me was um I don't know if you've ever watched this um the Brene Brown video talking about vulnerability yes okay so the very first one she released Daring Greatly is her book right Mm -hmm. Daring Greatly is her book yes and uh she she's literally the video is like one of the first TED talks ever Mm -hmm. she's in this like sorry uh Brene but you're in this terrible all brown outfit yeah you know and our um 
my songwriting teacher from this program I went to, the CMC, the very first day we got there, he showed us that 20 minute long video, TED Talk. And she talked about her experience and how she was going to beat back vulnerability with her yardstick. And then she comes to realize that um, you can do those things, but you will never experience, although you'll be beating back the things of pain and hurt and all of that stuff. um, But uh, if you beat those things back, you're also beating back to being able to experience love, grace, mercy at such a great magnitude. Yeah. And, um, he continued from that and said, you can always be a good writer, but you'll never be a great one if you're not vulnerable. Mm. And me True. being the competitor that I am, I was like, what do you mean? This, this thing that I hate so much is going to prevent me from being great. Yeah. And then that started my process of trying to become more vulnerable and yeah. all these things. And now I cry at Grey's Anatomy and it's, <laughs> it makes me mad every single time I'll be watching. Literally I'm rewatching the seasons right now. And, uh, what was the episode that got me? I can't remember, but the one that always gets me, the one that like, if you haven't watched Grey's Anatomy, close your ears like for the next 30 <laughs> seconds. When Derek dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go through a period of mourning. Mourning. After that. Yeah, for sure. Mourning. For sure. I think I wore black for a week. Yeah. Like I was, was so bad. upset. Yeah. So, so upset. And you're the one that got me into Grey's Anatomy. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, every time I'm crying myself and to sleep. And now like, I want to get out and I can't. Right. Exactly. Ugh. So, so Micah, Micah's had, um, like she's been there since the beginning, right? She's been, been with me since birth, literally. (laughs) literally. And, um, one of the fun facts that a lot of people don't realize, because a lot of you know that I was on American Idol, top 40, got cut, low key salty about it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not salty about it. But, um, What you guys don't realize is actually Micah and I tried out for American Idol mm-hmm. when I was 16. How old were you? Um, probably 19. 19? How, how, far, how far apart are we? I'm 31. 31. I'm 28, so three years apart. Yeah, so, so 19. 19. Yeah. So we tried out for American Idol together. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? That would be 2008. Sometime around there. Yeah. And um, this was still with uh, Paula, Randy, and Mm -hmm. Simon. I think still the OG ones. And we actually had to go through the normal process of American Idol. And the normal process of American Idol is you show up to like a big stadium. For us, it was the Rose Bowl, USC Stadium. And uh, you stand in line. You register the day before. You stand in line. You're in the freaking hot sun for hours. We were in the sun... I mean, we were there, yeah. what, like 4.30 in the morning? I was it was long. dark outside when we showed up. Yeah. And, and it was dark when we left. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we were there for 12-plus hours, yeah, right? for sure. So, yeah. Why don't you start the story? Uh, you start the story. I want to hear your perspective, and then I'll share okay. what my perspective was. Okay. Um, but anyways, all that to be said... I, we, I tried out, we tried out together on American Idol before what everybody knows me to be on American Idol now. Yes. And we did the OG process. The process that I had to do this last time, I got to skip a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So you go first. 
So um, we got some matching outfits. Yes, we did. Which we're going to post a picture of. Yeah, we'll post a picture <laughs> of that. Um, and I'm sure that will explain itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, you know, decorated our shirts, got our matching outfits, and decided that we would do a duet. Mm-hmm. So we did actually the national anthem, mm-hmm. uh, Destiny's Child the version. The Child version. Let's go. <laughs> I still dude, think it was pretty tight. Dude, that version is so good. I mean, we were one person short for yeah. the harmonies, but nonetheless, we, we did it justice. We, we did it justice. Yeah. We did it real justice. Um. So yeah, we're like waiting in the sun in the stadium all day long. Dude, it was hot. I remember the sunburn I got that day. Oh, you probably, with I, your olive skin, didn't get it as bad as my my ghostly skin. Yeah, you and, and my mom. Remember and my Kate. Mom? Oh, Kate was with us? Wasn't Kate there that time? No, no, no. No, she went with me the other time. No, no, no. Kate wasn't there. It was me, you, and my mom. Remember, <laughs> my, remember my mom convinced the, um, the guy to sneak us under the rope? Remember, she somehow got under the rope. In the fr- oh, remember I don't how- remember that. So we walked up, right? We had parked or whatever. We walked up, and there's 30,000 people all in line. And we were like, we're going to have to go to the back of this line. And somehow my mom finagled. Oh, my She gosh. acted like somebody in the front was like, her daughter or something. Wow. And then when we walked up, she was like, oh yeah, c- come over here. And they didn't say anything. Oh my goodness. That sounds <laughs> so we, like your mom. So we jumped like 20,000 people ahead of the line. Oh, it was funny. crazy. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we get to our point like in the afternoon, we're exhausted and hot and sunburnt, mm-hmm. And we get to the point where they finally call you down onto the field yes. to do your audition. And basically, they have you in, like, I think it was four rows mm-hmm. of... Four. Four? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, groups of 16 mm-hmm. in front of, in like, an easy up mm-hmm. um, with, with one judge And there's, like, 16 there. easy ups all lined up. Right next, right to, next each to each other. other. So, you're hearing, like, hundreds of people around you singing while you're trying the to remember same time. your key, your song, the harmony parts, everything. It was yep. craziness. So, uh, you wait in your row. And so me and Gina are standing there next to each other and waiting for our row to be called up. And one by one, that row would go for, would step forward and he would just go down the, down the line and let you sing for like 10, 15 seconds. He was literally like, and then the next, he was like, go, go. Okay. Go. Go. Nope. Nope. And then he would tell the whole line. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Right. Or like you're going through or whatever. Our row, our row sucked it up. (laughs) <laughs> we, yeah. we, although you and I were great he did pause on us for a long time yep and he let you sing another song by yourself well right? I think you sang another song too we both I sang I don't know yeah we both got you're to being sing. kind but I don't know no I'm pretty sure no I remember um he okay. had us sing together and then wanted to see what us sounded separately oh what did I sing oh I think I sang yeah, because I don't even know. of who you are I give wow. you glory I'm pretty sure I sang that uh, cause I was like, at that point in my life, and he I was passed like, I, that up. Right. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, I remember being like, I'm going to choose a Christian song. Cause like, <laughs> I want to represent the Lord. I'll sing secular songs after I get through the round, but like, whatever. It's yeah. so ridiculous. My thinking back then, but, um, yes. And you sang, I can't remember what you sang. I don't know. Dang. I wish I, I could remember. It. But yeah, we both sang. 
And then he looked at us for a while. He was like looking at us, like trying to figure it out. And yeah. then he was like, I'm sorry, you guys just aren't what we're, look- <laughs> we're looking for an American Idol. And it was, I don't know about you, but it felt very anticlimactic. Yeah. Like we had been there all day yep. just to get a second. And it was just yep. all in a minute and a half done. Done. Yeah. And you see very few people very few get people. in throughout the day. Yes. Because this is, Very mind few. you, this is the first round. Yeah. So this And is, you're, you're talking about thousands and thousands of yeah. people in the stadium. Yes. This was not the round where you, like, if we would have gotten through that round, gone to Paula, Randy, and Simon. This is like the first round out of four before you even get to Paula, Randy, and Simon. Right. So just keep in mind, like, there's like 40,000 people all trying out and they're mm. trying to get everybody done in one day. It's insanity. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just a lot. It was hot. I mean, the, and the sun, we had the, where we were sitting, the, it was like the sun was straight on with yeah, us. No do you shame. remember, do you remember the song we sang that they had us all sing in unison and they did oh, a video? Do you remember? I remember, that? I remember what it is. A little what? trivia. No, try to see if you can remember. Oh man. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. It's like a pop rock song. Dude, I don't know. So, so what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves. You remember? Yeah. I do remember that now. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. And having like literally 40,000 people all singing together. It was, there's some memories that are good. Good. No, it was a good memory. I don't regret it at all. I think it was still a fun day and we made the most of it. Yeah. And I think it's a good memory. Yeah. For the both of us. What's crazy. I don't think I've ever told you this. Is, um, you and I have talked about, I think before, like, (laughs) we're about to get religious, but like having dreams and those dreams coming to fruition in like Mm -hmm. real life. Right. And for us, that would be like the Lord giving us some insight or some premonition to what is happening, um, in our future. Like you, you've talked about like with your kids, like Mm -hmm. you're like, I knew this, this, and this about mm-hmm. my kids, right? And you were like, I had to try to convince my husband, but then it all happened, and it was like proof, you know? Yeah. But um, with American Idol, about, hmm, I want to say about six years before, so I was 10, okay? Okay. I had this dream that um, I was getting off the highway. It was dark, okay? And I was in the passenger seat, and somebody was driving. I didn't know who was driving, but I was singing with that person, and I and I get off the highway and I have my shoes off and I'm my feet are on the dash and the dashboard was tan and there was a blue car in hmm. front of us and we're stopped waiting for the light to go. And I was like, that's such an interesting dream. Well, flash forward six years, that was us getting off the highway, oh, going to American Idol, the audition. Because remember, we it wasn't nighttime. It was nighttime, but it was in the morning. Yes. And it was like 4.30 in the morning. You still had your Toyota Camry, which yep. was tan. Yep. And the car in front of us was blue. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Dude, I remember sitting there, and I, I think I told you when we were in the car, but like obviously that's so long ago. Yeah. But I was like, this is weird. There's some dreams though that I have that I'm like, please God, don't let this come to fruition. Yeah. Like, Lord, please just let this be some weird dream because I ate like freaking spinach or something. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But that that That's dream crazy. is super crazy, and it's, it's really weird. Like, let's see, how far would that be? When I did American Idol, that was like 11 years afterwards. So 11 years later, I end up on the show. Yeah, and it's like, it's what in the heck? What was your What was your experience of seeing that? 
I end up on the show 11 years later. Like, what, yeah. what's your thought on that? Uh, well, obviously, I was super excited for you yeah. and just excited that you got that opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I was I was already by then a skeptic of the show in general, <laughs> unfortunately. Right, right. Um, so I didn't, like, have necessarily faith that it would be, like, the thing that, yeah, that totally. makes you go yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Or even that it would be the best route right. for that to happen. Sure. Um, from what I've seen. But... I was excited just for the exposure you're going to get yeah. and the opportunity to work with some of those people and yeah. uh, the great memories that you would make and everything. And just being able to sit back and watch you on TV. I know. After all those years, like so crazy. So cool. What was always crazy to me is like when I think back to my audition. So that whole audition process happened with literally like less than 48 hours for me. Crazy. So I had to get all these things together and, um, when I finally got to the judges, uh, I was like one of the first ones to audition that morning. I think I was fifth. Hmm. So I was like fresh out. Was I fifth? No, I think I was less. I think I was seventh. And what had happened was, is the first six people in front of me, they had all given golden tickets to. So they were looking to give a no. Wow. And I'm like, oh, freak, why don't I be seventh? Why couldn't I have been third? You know what yeah. I mean? Whatever. So, and I remember showing up and being like, telling myself this is just another show Mm -hmm. this is just another show like you would at hotel cafe or peppermint or like whatever and you just got to do what you normally do right so I go in and I and I sing an original which is already like you know risky risky yeah um and then the part in the song comes that I usually get the audience to sing along with me and I was like, hey, do you guys want to sing with me to mm-hmm. these three people who are like the biggest artists in the industry? I was not thinking at that level. Now when I think back, I'm like, you're freaking nuts. Like, <laughs> yeah. what in your right mind possessed you to think that, you know what, I'm going to get these really big artists to sing my song yeah. back to me? Yeah. Like, what in the heck? Like, thinking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? And I think it's just I didn't have enough time to really think anything. So then this really natural kind yeah. of thing happened, which ended good. up working in my favor. Um, but I remember walking away and, and, and thinking like, ah, they probably won't air my episode. And mm. then I get the text, you know, months later that they're going to air my episode. And I'm like, man, I'm like really thinking like, why are they airing my episode? Like, I don't remember it being like that notable or whatever. And I'm watching it back. And I'm like, Oh my God, I got them to sing yeah. my song. Yeah. Katy Perry harmonized on yeah. one of my songs. Like what in the heck? It was crazy. So cool. Uh, it was super cool, but like super just like nuts. And I'm glad yeah. it's like documented. Cause yeah. I just think that that's a cool moment to have for like the rest of your life. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Katy Perry, if you still want that song, please let me know because I think you would crush it. Okay. <laughs> and to hear like Lionel Richie compliment your songwriting skills. Yeah. That was kind of crazy too. I forgot so about cool. that. Yeah. And Lionel Richie's such a gem. First of all, he yeah. is like the gem out of those, those three, not to say anything bad about the other three, but he really like would go out of his way to like give everybody, um, all the contestants, like, um, words of wisdom, Mm. things about the industry. Like he was always on the, the, uh, out of the panel, he was always on the end. So he would turn his chair around and then he would just be like, when I was, and then would go on some story that would just drop so much wisdom about, um, yeah. What, what was the one thing that he said? He said, um, 
I think the gist of it was something along the lines of artists are ego hungry maniacs that have a a superiority complex or something like that. Basically you're saying you're this (laughs) ego hungry person, but that's also the most insecure person in the world. And I'm like, Mm. that is very valid. I'm not saying that's me. I'm just saying that that's (laughs) a lot of other artists I know. (laughs) Yeah, not for me, but he just, he just talked about a lot of wisdom. And, um, one of the things that I really appreciated about him too, is that he didn't, he didn't play into the show. Like he didn't, um, he always said what he felt and wanted to say and didn't let the show in the context of what he was supposed to say on the show determine how he was going to speak. Yeah. And I just really appreciated that that about him and That's cool. yeah, it was su- it was it was cool. I mean, there's definitely, you know, obviously like I I wish I would have um, moved on further in the show. Like as you get into the show, like you always want to go a little further because yeah. you're like, oh, I actually can see, I can do some stuff. But I think everything happens in the right way, right? Like For I didn't sure. have to be signed into a contract. I got some exposure and and met some people that I still work and love working with today. Yeah. Um, that really, honestly, have changed um, a lot of my success. Like done a mm. lot of videos with a lot of those youngin uh people on the on American Idol. I mean, they're like little young influencers and for some reason they just like really liked hanging out with me and I liked hanging out with them and we just like made a bunch of videos together and like that really yeah. helped move me forward and it was organic. It wasn't like I was trying to push them to do videos with me. We were just yeah. like we both love music and cool, let's do some harmonies together and like ended up yeah. working out, you know what I mean? That's awesome. So super cool. What is your first uh, memory of us singing or what's your first memory of me singing? I'll try to think of my first memory of you singing. Okay. And then maybe we try to think of a memory of us together singing. I know the one together. So, okay. I'll start with that since I know that one, the memory of us singing together was, I remember when TPC in the OG days where we were in Chino by the movie theater. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, my first memory of us like harmonizing and singing together was when we were in the youth group. We had that small little stage in the corner. Mm-hmm. Remember with the windows behind it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, me uh, having to harmonize with you for worship on like a Wednesday night. Yeah. I think that's one of my very, very first memories. I can think of earlier than that though. Are you going to bring up Christmas? Because I was thinking about Christmas too. No. Okay. I was actually thinking of... Um, There was a lady in our church Mm. that put together this little group. Mm. Right? Redhead lady. Yes. Yes. I remember her. God, what's her name? Danielle sounds pretty good. (laughs) Let's go with Danielle. (laughs) Danny. We're going to call her Danny. Watch she like comment on this video and be like, "Uh, my name's Teresa. (laughs) You're like, poor lady that spends so much time with us. I was was young enough, so I have an excuse. You're right. I, re- I know exactly so what you're talking about. Okay, she going. put together a group of like a couple of us uh, young girls mm-hmm. um, that she wanted to kind of like uh, do vo- vocal training with right. us and coach us along and mm-hmm. and um, kind of train the next generation of yep. worship leaders and yeah. stuff. So uh, we would like do little uh, performances mm-hmm. of like this. little songs here and there at church. And there's probably like five or six of us mm-hmm. 
dad would get up there and do this and we would have like our matching outfits planned out and whatnot. Um, but I remember that very, very young. I remember being so sick for one of those performances. Really? I had strep throat really bad. Mm. Aunt Corrine made me some like tea concoction in the front row, you know, when she came down for the holidays, because it was like a holiday performance. Somehow mustered through, probably because I had you, Kate, and, uh, who am I thinking of that? Also- Chelsea. Galindo. Oh my god. First of all, I just texted Chelsea Galindo like a couple days ago. I can't forget. It was about her, her birthday. Happy birthday, Chelsea. <laughs> um yeah, Chelsea Galindo, but who was um oh my god, why am I blanking? Trisha Hildago. Oh, yeah. I think she was she was a part of it at some some point. Yeah. Uh Mikey always played drums, but yeah. Yeah. So it's dang, that's oh, this is such a throwback. Oh man. <laughs> Crazy. So it's so weird for me sometimes. I still think of TPC, uh, which for you guys that don't know, Turning Point Church. That's the church we grew up in, still around today. Now they're in Norco. They have their own mm-hmm. like campus and church. Please check them out. Um, but I still, when I think of TPC, I think of it as that building. Yeah. Do you think of it like that still or no? No, I don't still, but we, we had so many memories there. So many. Yeah. Even, like, I think about, like, what that stage looked like. Remember how big that stage was? And we had, like, conga players and, yeah. like, all this stuff. Church, like, really cool. develops musicians mm-hmm. and creatives. It's, yeah. It's a great place to hone in on your skills. Yeah. Like, I even forgot that that lady, I'm sorry I forgot about you, but um, that Danny, Danielle, <laughs> whatever we called her. Uh, that she even like cultivated that. Yeah. Totally forgot. Well, cause we just had so many people that were mm-hmm. bringing us along like that, yeah. you know, so many different, I mean, every worship leader there, I can remember working with me and helping me and pulling me yeah. through, you know, it's just a great atmosphere to be involved in Dude, when you're coming I'm, up. I'm thinking of like some funny worship moments right now like oh god worship so we we grew up in a like a charismatic church right so very spirit-led uh sometimes you got to keep on your toes okay to say the least but i remember we were at the um when we were in that transition like school period and uh i I remember kanisha was leading worship Kanisha yes. was always the wild card. You <laughs> didn't know like what was gonna happen when Kanisha led worship. It was always great, but like you knew at some point somebody yeah. was speaking in tongues. Like yeah. were, something was going down, right? <laughs> and uh, dude, I remember one time, I don't even know what song it was, but she was feeling it. <laughs> and she just started going off in the spirit. <laughs> and the whole church like erupted. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was really I just remember I just That's think cool. back to those moments and just like it's church humor. If you don't get church humor, then you probably won't understand that you'll probably be like freaking out and think it's like something scary, but it's very normal in church. Yeah. Especially at a charismatic church, but man, she would be going in sometimes. She'd be like tear down strongholds, all She's all, amazing. All kinds of stuff. But um okay, so so wait, let's continue with the memory. What's your first memory of me? Is that the first memory no. of me singing? What's your first memory of me singing? So what actually came to my mind is that I remember as a little kid, 
Mm. Like being amazed that you knew every commercial jingle. Oh my God. And every like theme song for every show, like anytime, you know. I remember this being a thing. And actually there's not as many jingles nowadays as there used to be. Yeah. But back when we were young, like really young, like every commercial was a jingle. Everything. Like ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. There was always something like that in every commercial. And you knew every single one. And I remember, like, you must have been young. Yeah. Young. Like, I'm talking, like, four, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you would start singing along to everything. And I'm like... What the heck? Looking at you like, what? 800, 588, 300, <laughs> Empire Today. <laughs> like, yeah. I still remember all of those. You've always had a really good memory. Yes. So I think that helps. Um, but obviously, you're very musically inclined. So mm-hmm. even more so with music. But I remember that that being uh, amazing to see as a young well to me girl. it was our family too like like Micah said definitely one of the loudest out of all the cousins right for sure Cardiff mm-hmm. beats me I'm gonna hold to that <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, in our family our family is so big and I know I know people when I say family like people are thinking immediate family but like us as cousins are so close. We all lived next to each other. Like mm-hmm. I, I, for a good portion of my life, like lived one street over from Micah, like literally yeah. like half a mile from where you guys were. So yeah. I would, I would be at your guys's house for a majority of the summer, the Uncle Kyle's house, a majority of the summer. Um, so we were just all really close and we're all really competitive. So if you wanted to be heard or if you wanted to be the best, mm-hmm. you had to outbeat everyone else. Yeah. And I was the youngest, so I had probably the most to prove because yep. everybody was, you know, all my cousins were leading worship or playing an instrument or something. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, how am I going to stand out? Like, I got to, mm-hmm. you know. You had, like, sibling rivalry with your cousins. cousins. Facts. Well, and I also was an only child for yeah. most of my life. So, like, you know, I just, yeah. my cousins became my siblings and I you know sometimes you're like well do like they feel the same about that but I was an only child so it was like this is the closest thing that I have to a sibling right like to me like all of your guys's kids are like my nieces and nephews that's how I feel about it that's Mm -hmm. why like every Christmas I get them all a gift like they would be my nieces and nephews because like I'm feel so close to you guys but yeah it was just you had to to me, I always felt like, man, I got to level up. Like, all yeah. my cousins be doing all this stuff. And, like, I'm, like, seven or five or three years younger than them. Like, I got to whatever. Yeah. I remember. Oh, this is a funny memory, too. I feel like this is a great podcast just for memories. <laughs> um, I remember. So, let me preface it with this. I still, to this day, when I write a song, I see it in visual form. And what I mean by that is, is that I see what the music video should be. I see what the stage should be. Like, even when I'm writing, I know Hmm. like, oh, if I say this word and I flick my wrist, or if I say this thing and I have something in the background of the music video, like I see it all in visual form. So I see how that like translates. Mm -hmm. Um, And even so when I'm writing, I always, always do that. But the reason I think that is is because growing up and spending so much time with you guys, you guys always had the music video channel on. Yeah. 
always like yeah. this was during the era of time where like mtv was like big like mm-hmm. mtv came out with mtv2 vh1 hits VH1. like um what was the one it was like soul tree or something mm-hmm. like that like everybody had their like music video channel and we would yeah. just be flipping non-stop to all the different channels until basically we've seen everything right and we're like at that point re-watching yep and i remember being a kid just watching all these music videos all the time and just like loving it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really like part of the birth of like how I began to love music so much. Yeah. Um, but also (laughs) this funny memory is, is that we were all in the kitchen. It was just us cousins. So it was, uh, and I think maybe one of your guys' friends from high school or something like that. So it was like you, Kay, Caleb, and we're uh, watching the music video channel. Beyonce's song comes on Baby Boy. Okay. Okay. And it's like, Baby Boy, you stay on my one. mind. Yep. Right. And uh, I didn't know the lyric that was being said. <laughs> I just said what I thought the lyric was. And it's like, baby boy, you are so damn fine. Right? Uh-huh. And I said it, but I didn't know what the lyric was. Like, I was really young. I, at that point, was just like, oh, I heard a consonant and a vowel and just guessed what it would be. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> you guys turn around and you're like, did you just cuss? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I think I was like six or seven. I was really young. I was really, really young. And I was like, No. Like all like defensive, like, no, I didn't cuss. What did I, what did I say? I don't know what I said. And I'm like freaking out because I'm basically freaking out because I think they're going to tell my mom. Right. And I'm like, oh Lord. Right. Freak, completely freaking out. And, uh, they're like, yeah, you said, damn, there's, there's a cuss word in that song or something like that. And I'm freaking, (laughs) freaking out. They ended up not ratting me out because why would they rat me out? They're my cousins. But still, I was like so scared. That's funny. Flash forward to like earlier where I I said a cuss word because like, you know, I think a tree branch landed on me or something like that. And I said like, damn it or something Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, of course, Whitney. Whitney is the biggest ratter outer. Oh, man. She literally... I I text... I messaged her the other day because she was wearing this... um, hoodie from college that she got from playing soccer and uh the hoodie was supposed to be returned back to the school but (laughs) her and all her teammates didn't do that the hoodies were so nice that they were like we're just gonna keep them so they kept them it's her favorite hoodie or it's not even a hoodie it's like a big winter coat right so it's like perfect right super expensive whatever but she basically got it for free and she was wearing it in a video and i said you better watch out or are you gonna come for your jacket <laughs> and she goes if they come for my jacket i'm ratting out the whole team i'm like what <laughs> i'm like what? i'm taking everybody yeah. down with I'm like, me what a classic classic youngest to be like if somebody rats me out, i'm ratting everybody else out so anyway so Whitney, Whitney rats me out for saying the d word and yeah. um my aunt basically wallops me, tells my mom. My mom's upset with me. My mom's like, where did you learn this word? And I was like, Grammy. (laughs) I remember that. I totally laid it on Grammy. I remember that. And I'm still, all of us are convinced that Grammy says the D word. Like Grammy is like. And she'll deny it. Deny it. all of us kids were like, oh, that's true. True. She does say that. All of us grandkids have all at one point, have heard Grammy say the D word, and Grammy's <laughs> gonna be so upset that we just exposed her right now. Grammy is like the most sweet Christian woman. Yeah. Like, she's just the absolute best. But uh, the one word in our family that has been around is crap, bull crap, 
And and we've all basically said it yeah. since we were kids. I mean, like, I remember getting in trouble in, like, kindergarten for saying bull crap. And my mom's like, look, you can say that here, but you can't say it <laughs> at school. That's something that you, me, and Grammy say. That's it, you know. It was always like Grammy was the reason why I could say something. But That's funny. Oh, my God. That's funny. Okay, so what's my first musical memory of you? Oh. I think one of the first one that comes to mind. Okay, so this is like the very first one is our like holiday competition things. Mm-hmm. And the really one out of that that comes to mind is the time when we sang uh, the Destiny's Child one and we did, uh, what was it, Independent Woman. I don't remember. Yeah, hold on, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. It's Independent Woman. I'm yeah, if you play it, I'll probably um, have a flashback. I mean, what you think about me? Yeah, I think it was that one. But <laughs> maybe tell it when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Remember, it is like the shoes on my yes. feet. I bought them, right? Yep. The, whole, the whole thing. Oh, it's so freaking and it's great. And just all of us girl cousins. Yes. So what... Uh, independent so, women. Right. So people... <laughs> independent women with no boyfriends. <laughs> Like seven years old. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I think that's probably one of my first memories. I'm sure I have so many more. I definitely yeah. remember the thing from church for sure. I remember you guys being on the worship team too and wanting like, but that was more of like backing people up. Yeah. So I was trying to think of a memory of like where I really remember like you singing, you know yeah. what I mean? And I remember, man, those those holiday Events. So our, uh, I didn't get to explain it. Our, our family does, um, we get together, uh, we alternate Thanksgiving and Christmas. So one year is our on year for Thanksgiving. The next year is our on year for Christmas. And we alternate like that so that, um, spouses, you know, the, uh, whoever they marry can see their family on opposing years. Right. right. And, and when we get together, there's, God, I don't know what we're at now, but we're at 60 plus. Yeah. 60 plus people in, in one house all celebrating a holiday, right? There's a lot of us. And f- since we were kids, we would put on these kind of like competitions, mm-hmm. right? And there would be different events and things to do. Like I remember for the longest time, croquet was one of them. They would remember, you know, croquet, right? Where you put the stick in the ground and then you have oh, the loops and yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. hit the ball through the loops. Yeah. And it was, we would do boys versus girls in that. Yeah. And in, in a sports setting, we would end up doing boys versus girls. Although, in my defense, I could hel- hold my own <laughs> with the boys for sure. But um, And then we would also do, um, like, some were, like, drawing competitions or, like... Yeah, your mom was good at organizing yes. some sort of craft. Yes. My mom, my mom <laughs> was a teacher for most of my life, still in the education realm. So yeah. she's always been good with entertaining us kids um, at it at any age level. Yeah. And, um, but the one that they, they did every year. So the other ones would kind of change on what it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, but the one that they did every year was they would do like a music portion and it would always be girls versus guys. And you would have to put in some musical performance together, like a talent show. Yeah. Talent show. And, um, the girls won like every year. Mm -hmm. There was only one year that we lost and it was because the boys wised up and and did a worship song and literally led the whole family into worship which 
Funny fact about that, this is, again, coming back to how good my memory was. First of all, they're leading worship, right? Which they made sure that Blake was in the back because we all know the one person that's toned up in our family (laughs) is Blake. And um, Blake is, they basically told Blake, look, you just worship. Like, you close your eyes and lift your hands. So I remember him lifting his hands and they had this fan in the living room. And he was so tall. His hand the whole time I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything else inches from just <laughs> taking his fingers off and I was like how is anybody else not seeing this oh like God. anyways it was just a funny a really funny memory about that but all of that to be said I feel like that cultivated kind of who I am today right like I love yeah. music obviously like the family time and and the connection between family and stuff that's always there but. Um, in terms of who I am as an artist and a musician, like it all kind of cultivated in this environment of um, music, love of music. A lot of people in our family love music. Lo- yeah. Like even if they don't really play or anything, they, they love music. Most of them sing. Um, and then also the competition aspect came, right? Like I was always trying to better myself. and Because oh, I always kind of felt like I was years behind you guys, right? Like because mm-hmm. I was the youngest. Like that's how it goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, just kind of cultivated this whole whole yeah. little thing going on. Yeah, it was cool. Lots of great memories. Yeah, so sure. many great memories. Okay, so in this new series, I have like a mini series within a series. <laughs> and it's called Which One is Better? Okay. Okay. And basically what it is, is we're just going to, I'm going to rattle off two things and we're just going to talk about which one is better. We might have opposing views. Okay. <laughs> we might have the same views. Or we might have just off the wall, who knows, weird ideas. Okay. But we're just going to talk about it, okay? Cool. And you and I kind of have like a similar taste in music. We've kind of always been connected in that way of like just sending us stuff. Yeah. Although low-key, you were kind of crapping on Jasmine Sullivan the other day. <laughs> I and I was like, <laughs> no. I been too impressed with her that, latest album. Uh, I'm telling yeah, you, her her EP. Her, there was a lot of like, hmm. yeah. There was. I, I didn't know she had like a lesbian moment. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know all about that. And then there's some like some tracks that are just like talking. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm well, not, that, that's not sure because what's it, really going on. Oh, that's because the EP though. So like, if you take the talking tracks out that are like 15 seconds long, there's only yeah. four songs. So it's like an interlude. Yeah. It's like kind of weird. But that one song, though, with her know. is fire. The runs that they sing, you were like knocking it, but that song is fire. I'm not digging this song, but I still love Jasmine yeah. Sullivan. Just, Jasmine and Sullivan. And I can else. always appreciate her voice. Her runs are just insane. Stupid. Stupid. Insane. She's like the Kim Burrell of our time. Yeah. Like she's in, yeah. insane. True. Anyways, all that to be said. Okay, so our first one for which one is better. Okay. I'm going to get this off the screen really quick. Is... Who is a better pop star, Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? Oh, man. <laughs> I think I know what side I'm on. He's starting with a doozy. I know. I think I know what side I'm on. We'll spit back and forth. I'll say this first So thing. this isn't who's a better vocalist. It's That's who's a better question. pop star. Who's a better pop star? Okay, well then for me it has to be Mariah Carey. Why? Because... I feel she's more of a true pop um, oh, artist. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. Yes, I know. But she, but Winnie Houston has also been like also soul and like R&B mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, 
and and Mariah's to me stayed more true to pop. Mm. Um, but also like, I don't know when you think about a classic like pop artist. To me, I think about also like stage presence and like choreography and like the performance aspect of it. And I think Mariah Carey focused a little bit more on that. I think I'm like totally opposite of you right now. Keep going. Keep going though. (laughs) This is why I love this. Because to me, Whitney had way better stage presence. Mariah, always her performances. And you and I have seen Mariah. Yeah. She just walks around on stage and does the hand thing. And then she has dancers behind her. Yeah, she has a whole ensemble. But Whitney's got the bounce. She got the bounce, and then she's singing, and she's walking across the stage. She was breaking a sweat. She always yeah, been drenched. she was always drenched. She was yeah. doing all the stuff going on. Like, yeah. she, to me, and, like, in kind of true pop pop star form, loves the art so much, it ends up killing her at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To death, she was the artist. Yeah. And to me, she had more, Mariah Carey, to me, other than her first album which still had like an i mean both of them always had like an r&b undertone but um the albums after uh i can't remember what it was called i always think of it as the number one hits album because Mm -hmm. that's when i got into mariah carey she already had her number one hits album out and so i listened to all the tops like hero yeah uh, all of those songs like on that um but I know the album was called something else, which we can look up if we need to. But uh, her first album uh, had more of that R&B feel. Like, um, what was that? What was that song? It was like, me and Mariah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that had an R&B feel to it. Or like, Honey. Yeah. R&B feel to it. Rather than like, Whitney Houston came out and it was True. like, I, it was 80s. True. You know what I'm saying? And 80s was like the birthplace of what pop is even today yeah like the 80s really birthed that like Katy perry pop that teenage dream bubblegum yeah. pop like thing rather than mariah carey sing yeah. just was a birthing place of r&b like ariana grande came from that like all these different things yeah. so but here is mariah i mean how many years later and she's still putting out she is pop Song. She's still putting out records like and, the Christmas album and collabing with people like Ariana Grande yep. and stuff, um, and trying not to age and. <laughs> she got same, that waist trainer on lock. Same <laughs> uh, pop celebrity she's always been. Right, so. right. Salt, salty, salty as ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I. Okay, now now let's move on to this then. Okay better vocalist and i think we're gonna have different views on this too i'm sure we will (laughs) okay well you guys have to realize that i am like a huge mariah carey fan right so i have to say mariah carey you're a big whitney fan though too just not as big as mariah well who's not a whitney fan right right? like (laughs) you have to be a psychopath if you're not a whitney fan or tone deaf (laughs) or just completely (laughs) tone deaf so I, I love uh, I love Mariah, and I went through a good several year phase where I wanted to be Mariah. Yes, um, I'm in. I remember asking for my birthday. All I wanted was a butterfly belly chain, <laughs> <laughs> like she had, <laughs> and my mom got me one. She did, Aunt Cindy. She did. She didn't let me rock it with a bare belly. Yeah, but I was you allowed to put it, it on under. over my shirts. <laughs> 
lame. <laughs> and man, I love that thing. Dang, wow. So I I love Mariah. Um, I mean, there's been so many times in my life where she's she's made me a better singer because I'll take one of her songs and I'm like, I'm singing this song until I can sing it. Ain't that the truth? I definitely will say both, I will say Mariah and Whitney were two people that inspired me to push the boundaries of my vocals and see what my vocals could do. And, you know, like a lot of my like belting came from the two of those, like them two and probably a little bit of Kelly Clarkson. Um, It definitely came from that. Okay, we're going to pull up some Mariah songs. All right. And then we'll talk about what I think. Classic. But this R&B, Micah. Hey, look at that belly chain. Look at that belly (laughs) chain. (laughs) Yo. That's it. No. I will say, though, the 90s was all about them belly chains. Like, so. (laughs) The little run in the. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Look, to, to Mariah Carey's benefit, she wrote every single song. A lot of people don't know this about Mariah Carey. She is an amazing songwriter, and she wrote all of this stuff. It's crazy. This is the one that does it for me for Mariah Carey. Really? This is one of them. Okay. This opening note? Yeah. Opening note? It's coming. It's coming. Here we go. Wait for it. (laughs) I mean, what in the frick? And she's swinging on the tire in the in the music video. <laughs> swinging on that tire. For me, emotions. Oh yeah, emotions is. I mean the low no, the low notes she hits on that song, the and then and then the high. It's she's like, got the range. Oh, man, she has a bad attitude, but she's got the range. <laughs> <laughs> this groove in this song too is like woo. Yeah. You always know a groove is good when you can, like, dance to it at a wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or when you, you literally cannot sit still when you listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Feeling emotions. Deeper than I've ever dreamed of. The little low note is, like, so. Yeah. Okay. We obviously know Mariah Carey has the hits, right? Oh, there's yeah. no There's no doubt. For she's, sure. She's, she's got the... The, the banger schmangers, to yeah. say the least. Do you remember when we went to go see her in person for her Christmas? Yes. Uh, I was trying special to, that she had. I on. was trying to avoid this conversation because it tainted how I felt about her. No, but <laughs> the level of respect I had for her vocal ability. Oh, her vocal. Yeah, she for was sure. up there pregnant with twins. Mm hmm. And she was hitting notes that, like, I can only dream oh, of. It was crazy. Her- and then I remember one song, she hit this high note at the end, and she just held, held it. Held it for forever. For, yeah, forever. For like, ever. the band stops playing, and mm-hmm. she's just still going. going. Yeah, she she's definitely, insane. her vocal chops have been unparalleled. Even um, what people used to say was the only person that could hold up to her that could sing a note higher than her was Prince. Wow. So she's definitely is, has been in, and will go down as history in history as one of the best vocals to ever, for sure. Uh, grace as for sure. Our lifetime. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, she's just she's just totally amazing. Right. I remember when I got this album and I was bumping it at winter camp. <laughs> a great Everybody winter just, camp song. You're trying to get in the presence of Jesus. Like, <laughs> I was like, and then my 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 in-house um like leader was like, maybe you should just listen to Christian music for a month. I'm like <laughs> album just came out (laughs) or we belong together do you remember we belong together we belong together when she's like running away in the wedding dress okay so mariah carey right now let's pull up whitney though see the thing is with whitney is when you talk about a good vocalist to me it's not all ability it's not that's what i was gonna say to me whitney's a better vocalist because she had the soul yeah. Not to say Mariah Carey don't have soul. She does. Yeah. But there, when Whitney sings, you are captivated. Yeah. When Mariah Carey and sings, you feel it. oh, you feel it deep. Feel it. Yeah. You feel it from your butt to your chest. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Straight all through. <laughs> oh, it's fluid. Yeah, it's all not through, a visual. Right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but Mariah Carey, you feel it, but... um. Most of the time, even with something like a song like Emotions, it's just happy. There's just like yeah. a go happy feel rather than like even with Whitney, I want to dance somebody. You feel like, yeah, like I, it's a happy song, but like, it's also like, like Man, I don't I have miss no, this person. yeah, like I yeah. miss this person. I want to dance with somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? Or I'm down. Like, let me forget about the crappy work day. Like, let me just dance with something. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like you feel it. Like if Mariah Carey was like. I don't want to poo-poo on Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey's a legend, but like there's there's degrees, right? And like Mariah Carey and Whitney are up here, and I yeah. just feel like taking it to that next dimension, that's what Whitney does for me. And I think I think when I, I don't know if you watched her documentary, but there there was a lot of pain and thing that had had happened to her in mm. her childhood and all these different things. And I think it really came from that in a very organic oh, sure. kind of way. But okay, we'll start with this one. I mean, even though synths are still timeless. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> come on. And she hits me with the, woo! That yeah. little thing. <laughs> I'm actually doing this song at the elementary spring program. <laughs> really? Yeah. This song is, I mean, oh, I want to dance with somebody. I mean, this is so why good. I did this on American Idol. It's this so was good. my jam. So we have that. Then you have... I mean, Lord Jesus. Yes. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you hear that little just piano oh, part, it like takes and you to place. And then when she holds it, hold up. Let's see if we can find it. Stay in my arms if you're there. She never oversang. She sang runs. She don't oversing. Uh, I've heard some live moments. Okay, we're not talking about live. We're okay. talking about a studio. Okay. Studio. Okay, studio recordings were good. Yes. Here we go. Oh, it's even early. Make me so I mean, first of all, can we just talk about The Bodyguard? What a great movie. Yeah. Oh. I mean, a treasure. A hidden treasure. Awesome. Every time it comes on TV, I'm like... I'm watching it. Yeah, it's such a good for sure. Um, okay, then this is actually well. We get the we get the Mariah and the Whitney. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. You remember yeah. it was in the movie Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Prince right? of Egypt. That's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. <laughs> one of the great ones. I'm gonna try to find one of my favorite ones ever. 
I found it. Oh. I think we sang this together one time. I wouldn't doubt it. I think we sang it for a Christmas hmm. thing. I know we've sung songs off of Mariah Carey's um, Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Yeah. We've done yeah. that a bunch. We have. This is one of my favorite ones. Oh, there's two. Uh, that I think is so underrated for her songs. Yeah. I got the things that you need. I mean, this song. To make you drop to your knees, cause I'm the queen of the night. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Her little, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That opening line, don't make no difference if I'm wrong or I'm right. <laughs> it's like, isn't that how every yeah. woman feels? And then this one. Or I'm every woman, yeah. Woo! And how she starts it off slow like this. This is this is the old school version of lo-fi. Like starting it slow like this and then kicking in the beat. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. And to sing these words. You want, it's all in me. Look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, you wanna you wanna uh, make your husband feel some things for you? You say whatever you want, whatever you need. I like when she sings this. The way she puts that vibrato right there. Yeah. I'm <laughs> me. Woo. It's all in. Then she hits it with a belt. That run okay. is like, like, that's what I'm saying though. Hold up. She holds that note out, right? She can sing, she can sing runs. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But like, she does it in such a way that is like. It's tasteful. Oh, yeah. it's tasteful and it just makes you feel it. Like, you're just like. Yeah. She held that da 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 da, which is a half step, which should in your ear feel so uneasy, yeah. right? That half step feel is Jaws. Na na. Na na. Yeah. Na 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 na. Right? Yeah. It should make you feel. Uh, a division within yourself, right? Yeah. She sings it in such a way and then ends it with a, uh, that little thing. It's like, what in the world? See, I'm already convincing you. I'm convincing you to go Whitney now. I don't know. For me, I still think Mariah's like the technically better vocalist. Okay. I know I'm going to get some haters for this, but that's what I, that's my opinion. That's my prerogative. Um, but I love Whitney, and and they they it's have different strengths. It's a it's a know? hard ma- it's a hard uh, which one's better. Yeah, it's and they're an always one. pinned against each other. Yeah, they <laughs> are. So are I'm. I'm they actually really glad are. that they did a song together because I think that that kind of squashed yeah this like media beef that was made up or or maybe it wasn't made up maybe it was happening and whatever but um, yeah. the song that they did together was just so amazing and then the two of them these two incredible vocalists like coming together and just singing yeah. this when you believe is like to me one of the best quote unquote christian songs yeah you know what i mean it's just like wow you know yeah okay so we'll move we'll move on okay we'll, we'll put a pin in the because i'm sure we could go back and forth about 
Whitney and Mariah. Because Whitney, yeah. I mean, there's just so many things to divulge in there. But let's move on to this. Okay. Best, uh, I don't want to say piano artist, but uh, uh, an artist that plays keys. So we're going to go with okay. uh, who's better, Alicia Keys or Sarah Burles? Oh, this man. This was hard for me. This was real hard this for me. This is very hard. Because to me, freaking Sarah Bareilles is uh, not the Waitress album, although the Waitress album, I haven't listened to that through, was really good, supposedly. But um, the her little black dress album. Yes, that was That bomb. album is so freaking yes. good. I saw her do it live, and it was yeah, amazing. I did amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, yeah. you go first. I went first in the last one. You go first. I'll start pulling up some songs, too. Oh, man. Do I have to pick? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Alicia Keys. I remember buying a boom box. I remember this. Back in the day. And I got a demo tape of Alicia Keys' like, hit song. I think it was, um, was it Girl- Girlfriend? Okay. Or something. Uh, back on her first... Uh, that uh no wasn't that album it was the uh, a minor songs in a minor oh here we go girlfriend that was it i think that was the song that was on there from this album this one i mean fall yeah that's fire yep Woo! that piano goes in you're like this is so this good. to me goes back to what do you like more, soul or pop? Right. Like you know what I mean. And yeah. sometimes like, like again with the Mariah and Whitney thing, I was more the soul, right? Yeah. But this is this is a yeah. feel. Yeah. And she goes loving you, darling. Yeah. So good. I mean. So I don't know. For, for me, Alicia Keys like takes it home. Like yeah. we go way back. That's what. That's and what's it's one of me she's too. one of the people that really inspired me with my songwriting mm-hmm. and with uh, playing, playing piano as mm-hmm. well. And I've performed many of her songs throughout the years. I I just mm-hmm. love her. But Sarah Rellies too. I've performed Woo! some of her songs. Man, she's an incredible songwriter, incredible pianist. Alicia Keys. A lot of people probably don't even know don't know how good of a pianist she is. She was classically trained, yeah, she's legit. and she's phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, um, so that's really her first instrument, if we're honest. Yeah, her first instrument is sure. definitely keys, and then not not to knock her vocals, but she is a piano player for sure. Um, Sarah Burles is not classically trained. Actually, she taught herself most of the things, which is crazy that she plays half the jazz chords that she plays. Yeah. Which blows my mind. I got like a songbook from her. Cause I was like, I'm going to learn some Sarah Burles songs. Like, yeah. I bet you I can learn them. Yeah. Lots get of this jazz book. Yeah, yeah. I get this book and I'm like, what in the frick kind of chords are these? A flat so six cool. plus nine. Like what in the she heck? She has this one song. I'm probably getting too much detail now, but she has this one song where she's in A major in the mm. verses and A minor in the chorus. Oh, the parallel. The parallels. Oh. Or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, oh man, it's just like blows that your That parallel minor will... You know, mind. this is also a spinoff of what we're talking about. This is actually not even the artist that we're talking about, but Kimbra. <laughs> Have you ever gotten into Kimbra stuff? No. Kimbra's the, um, the girl that sings that, um, now you're just somebody that I used to know. She's the okay. girl in that. The, okay. sings the girl part. 
So I got really into her stuff. She has this song that flips back and forth between the parallel minors. I'm like, oh, oh my wow. God. I'll show you it after this. Yeah, crazy. send it to me. Okay, so one of my... Obviously, we know this Alicia. This, I mean, good God. I could listen to this all day, every day. You know how many day. times I played this at a restaurant? People just like flip yeah. out. It's timeless. That's the yeah, thing. It it's is. timeless. It is. Like that. And I think that's and she the wrote thing. this when she was like 12 or something. Oh. I've heard her say it's crazy. F off, Alicia. Crazy. Like F off. <laughs> <Da-da>. <laughs> For the fortune. Right? Okay. So we all know that that's amazing song. I even like Dragon Days. Yep, I do. Dragon too. Days. That, that whole album is. I fire. I did this song as a um. I took the lyrics of this song and did an analyzation of it for uh English class. Wow. <laughs> I use the Dragon Days for it, but one of my favorites is the sample in this. You don't know my name. This was one of my favorite ones. And she's in that um, music video, and they're, like, meeting in the hall. Yeah. And she's a waitress. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man. This was just a vibe to me. Karma was good, too. Okay, so we we got all these, like, classic ones, right? To me, the reason why I love Alicia is, again, it's, like, um... It takes me back, yeah, right to that time, yeah. to that those memories. Like I remember bumping this in the car with you guys. Yeah. Like, it, like it just takes me back to all of this. Like, oh man, like yeah. that kind of feeling. The problem is after like this album, yeah, the Diary of Alicia. Well, okay, the Unplugged was phenomenal. Yeah, but Unplugged is just it's the just, last two albums. Yes, yes, yes. But then. This one, lesson, okay, she had some good, good ones here. She has some okay ones. She had Superwoman. Superwoman was good. Come on. But it's not notable, Like though. You'll Never See Me Again. That one's like good. Like You'll Never See Me Again was good. I love Teenage Love Affair. To me, my favorite one on here was Lesson Learned. That was the most okay. popular one. And then John Mayer comes in on the guitar. Fire. Yeah. You know what actually is one of my favorite Alicia Keys songs. I don't know if you know this. I wonder if it's on here. I don't think it is. Alicia Keys. Um, uh, James Bond. Oh, you yeah. You remember when she did that with... Um, yeah. Jack White. I can't think of what it was called. What in the heck is going on? I love the this New York song. song too. That she did with Jay Z. This song, she's like, yeah! Yeah! That's yeah. what she really gets. <laughs> this song is <laughs> so got dramatic. Me yeah. it. Okay, when did she come in though? It's like a long. Yeah, it's a, it's a vibe. That song's a vibe. Okay, so that's that's the struggle with me for Alicia Keys is I feel like it stops. Yeah, as she progressed. Although I forgot Empire about State of Mind. Empire State of Mind. Right. I mean, that was big. That was huge. That piano from that music video. And this version oh of God. it is actually so underrated. It's like good. 
this piano version that she did, it got big because Jay-Z took it and, you know, whatever. And then yeah. he took the chorus or whatever. Or even Sleeping with a Broken Heart. Like, she had yeah, some good ones. She had some good but ones. But as each album went on, the number of hits became she less increased. and less. Yeah, yeah. And, like, to me, like, Girl on Fire was like, eh. Yeah, I didn't I really agree. love Girl on Fire. Again, I feel like I'm crapping on <laughs> Alicia Keys, which how can you? Um, but yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go to Sarah, right? This is the thing with me. For me. She's gotten better. If she's gotten better with time. I'm better, yeah. And I mean, she was good in the beginning, but oh, yeah. she was one of the first EPs that I ever bought. I, actually, I didn't even have to buy it. I uh, on my iPod. Um, I got my iPod like for Christmas, mm-hmm. and she was the first one on iTunes, like one of the very first songs I ever put on because iTunes would used to do this thing where they would give a song away for free. They would promote yes, a song, like free song of the week, free song of the week. Yeah, yeah. and she with uh, love song. Ah. And it wasn't called Love Song then. It was a little EP. Oh, Once Upon Another Time is such a good album. Okay, hold on. It was a little EP then, and it was, um, I don't think it was this one either. But anyways, it had Love Song on it, bo- Bottle It Up, One Sweet Love. So good. And like, uh, Between the Lines. Okay? And lo- oh, and, so good. I mean, come on. Yeah. The groove in this. It's like something Carol King would have done today. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. And they tell me to breathe easy for a while. I remember singing this in my room. Like, yeah. just oh, going sure. in. I was like, I'm not going to write you a love song. Like, just. Have oh. you heard her say the story behind this one? No. She said the, uh, re- the um, what do you call it, recording company or whatever that she's mm. signed on with for this album, wanted her to write a love song for her album. Oh, and she yes. didn't want to do it. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, she's like, all right, I'll, I'll write, write you a freaking love song. <laughs> and she titles it Love, love song. song. and But it's like it's so anti-love yes. song. But yep. it's a big like what, middle finger to them. What a and it was classic their like, biggest artist. hit from the album. Right. What a classic artist, okay? Like to be like, oh, is that what you want, label? Okay. <laughs> Like, right. Here it is, uh, up yours, you know. This this is still one of my prop. I don't know if it would be top ten, but it's probably for sure top twenty for me albums because it has that. It has. I love this song. This song, which is one of my all time yes. favorite songs. This is me to a T. Like this song is just like who I am as a person. Yeah. The way it comes in, too. Yeah. It's too many days I haven't done yet. Or Gravity. Don't even get me started on Gravity. I still sing Gravity. Dude, I'm gonna sing it for American Idol. Gravity without being wrecked. I mean, come on. That just the piano. Yeah. And it's like her and a cello. That's yeah. it. So what beautiful. Something always brings me back to you. The lyrics. Never takes too long. I mean, yeah. Oh my god. And then Yeah. Between the lines. Oh. Between the lines. I'm another mean, one. Just what? from the piano. You already like you already take oh you there. Oh my god. This 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 whole album, okay? Is yep. just something else. Okay. Then this is just live. Yeah. 
Kaleidoscope heart. Yeah. She raised the bar. Raises the bar. Uncharted fire. This, oh my God, this has so many songs in it. Oh, I I cannot right now. I'm getting pumped. I'm getting really pumped. Okay, we have that. Oh, 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 the pop melodies in this is like, what in yeah. the heck is happening? Coffee's in me down across the table while I look outside. Right? Love it. Then we got like these little, this basket case was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. It was good so good. It's an, an open D tuning, which gives this like, um, the, the best part of the guitar is when everything is open. Mm. So when you do an op, uh, open D tuning, everything is just open and it just creates this like harmonics within itself on the instrument. Hmm. Oh, so good. Anyways, awesome. there's tons and tons. Okay. Then, then we go to the blast on rest. This is one of the best albums best. of all time. She for me. hits, uh, is it this one? So uh, good. Chasing the sun. Yes. Chasing, like, yes. goes to the seventh verse and then goes to the one. Oh, and it starts with, there's a little old city. Right? Yeah. So like, we're together living. I'm getting so hyped, I can't even, like, sing. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be listening to these albums for, like, the next week. It's just going to be on repeat now. Uh, oh, cemetery. Okay, so. Wasted. Always be chasing the sun. The seven. Oh, God, Lord. It's so good. And then obviously we have Brave, which was like the hit. Yes. Right? Which basically sounded like Roar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Same the same key too, which Bra- yeah. Brave's a great song, but we all know that like that's the single off the record, right? Sure. Manhattan. Oh, so this good. song. So this is like good. Gravity 2.0 to me. Yeah. Oh. I I I. The way she so comes good. in on this too. You can have Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Like the. Woo! Golly. Oh my god. It's just like did she so listen to Kid King before writing this album? I even love Eden. Oh, Eden's one of my favorite ones too. It's such a unique song. First of all, you saw this performance live, right? Mm-hmm. When she has those two cello players and they're singing harmony. No, they didn't do this song <gasps> at my concert. Oh, they did not do Eden. They did it at my I know I was bummed. They opened I with this. Song. They opened with oh, this. Man. And they were like this. And they're, they're doing the cello things and they're singing the harmonies with it. It was oh, bad. <laughs> or Islands. Oh, Islands so good too. Go all day. And I Choose You. Yep. I mean, Little Black Dress too. Oh, my little yep. black dress on. Mm-hmm. Woo! Then we have, that's a live album. The live album is but so good. she had, hold on. This is all, um, hold on. That's all uh, Waitress. But she had this acoustic little album in between all of that, which was so underrated. She wrote oh, yeah. this in like, the time signature I think was like something in 12. It was like, wow. what in the heck? Yeah, this is a good one. The Once Upon Another Time. Somebody's 
completely acapella and then comes in I mean yeah come on so good to me if we're looking at breath of work Sarah's got it for me yeah if we're looking to like I don't know why I keep holding this as <laughs> to put my emphasis on but if we're looking at breath of work it's sarah but if we're looking at me wanting to remember and like nostalgia yeah. i'm going alicia yeah 100%. you know what i mean i mean even there's some nostalgia for me with love song like that album has like yes, nostalgia yeah, to me but sure. there's there's um it doesn't go back to this like oh place yeah right it goes back to like oh my god it makes me happy i'm so excited i'm listening yeah. to this again um, but in terms of like consistent work, yeah, I mean, I still think she's so underrated. Like I, I do too. Like the the little black dress album. Uh, I know it's not called that. The Blessed and Rest, I think, is what it's called. But um, mm-hmm. that album should to me should have got so much more push. Yeah, so much more push. Yep. Um, and the album before that, so much more push. Um, yeah, for sure. But in terms of just great, incredible songs, yeah. Oh man, and Alicia has that too. Alicia's got the great, incredible songs, but we're talking about like yeah. we're comparing right now, like hits and and all yeah. these different things. You know, it's kind of which one is better. Kind of has a salty stab, but in reality, these these artists are both incredible of as course. as keys players and as women. Yeah, you know, I probably shouldn't have put two women together. We do that enough in society, <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, both are incredible artists. But holy crap! Yeah, yeah, I'd have to say Sarah takes it overall yeah. for me. All right, last one. We'll make this one quick. Who's a better worship leader? Uh-oh. Me or you? <laughs> <laughs> you. I'm saying you. Oh, I've been stop. out of the game. I've been oh, out of the stop. game for way too long. It is, it is totally you. I will hand the torch oh, off stop. you. Um, Tasha or Darlene? Wow. So Tasha Cobbs, Darlene Sheck. Again, how do you compare those two? How do you? You're basically going new school, old school. I already know what my answer is because this. this well, and you're going person. gospel and True. contemporary True. worship. True. Maybe Jeez. I should. Maybe I should have did uh, Darlene versus Israel. Well, even that. But at least that's the same era. Kind of. You yeah. started a little later, but yeah. yeah. Well, let's stick with Darlene and Tasha. I'm. I'm. I'm going Darlene. Because Darlene is who I grew up on. Okay. Also, to me, Darlene always takes the high route. I mean, like, literally every song. You're like, who in the frick is up on that part? And it's Darlene every single time. Like, Israel be, like, trying to take some high route. And Darlene's above him. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, what in the heck is happening? Yeah. Um, In... Not to say this about uh, Tasha, because I know Tasha is very spirit-led. Um, yeah. Uh, a girl that I, I used to know from Nashville, Anna, she backs her up, and they're just wow. going. But yeah, Tasha, Tasha be killing it, and her and her team behind yeah. her be killing it as well. And, and I think really what, what it comes back to for me is just what I grew up on. Like, okay. I grew up on, shout to the Lord. I mean, that is literally the number one stream song in Christian music ever. Yeah, I believe ever. it. Um, like, at one point, it was like, I think it was like back in the day when really music, 
you know, especially Christian music wasn't making that much. It was making like a million, over a million a year. Wow. I think even more than that. I mean, I think I'm really under represent, uh, let's see if we can find shout to the Lord. Oh, spelling her name is always a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. Look what a nineties album cover. It's mastered so loud. First of all, I don't remember this itch, uh, intro. I don't either. What's this version? I think it's this one. This, this is, is it. it. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one with the group choir. <laughs> yeah. The gospel choir in the back. So good. And then the key change. Yeah. I mean, that's just like really hard. Yeah. Really hard to top for me. And then not to mention all of the Hillsong stuff. I mean, I've just, oh, yeah. Hillsong has always been the group that I go to first on like Christian music. For sure. Always, always, always. But I do love, I do love Tasha though. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to knock her because I, I really do love her. Well, I had the pleasure of seeing Tasha in person. Um, about a year ago Mm. um she was touring with bethel and she came out and did her own little like opening thing before they came out and man as soon as she starts singing you are just like taken in (laughs) lord to the throne room like right away like the anointing on her voice is insane. Obviously, her vocal ability. I think almost every song she has, she sings it in both octaves. Yeah. You know? what in the heck? (laughs) Just because she can. What in the heck? Yeah. You're like, why? Why do this to yourself? Right. You know what I mean? It's amazing. So, man, it's so hard. They're so different. But Darlene is like, she's amazing. And she's such an amazing worship leader that I really respect. Like, Every time I've seen her do live performances and uh, stuff, she just, like, really leads the people in worship in such a good way. She's not just a, you know, karaoke singer. singer, Yeah, she's not just singing. She's, like, and she always has, like, somehow she manages to to pinpoint the room Mm -hmm. and and has, like, a word for the room in within worship. Yeah. I mean, those live performances that you, like, watch on YouTube and stuff, I mean, it's just, whoa. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm going yeah. Darlene. Who are you choosing? Worship leader, I'd have to say Darlene. Darlene. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it's hard. It's hard. I'm sorry, Tasha. I know. I love Tasha, you. we love you, though. We really do love you, though, but it's really just going back to, uh, to me, yeah. it's just going back to where, where it all started for me, and it all started. But yeah. let's not, let's not knock Tasha, because break every chain. So good. Give me it. Give me it, girl. What is it? Power. (laughs) So good. Anyways, we're going to edit on that. Thank you, cuz, for coming over. I really, really appreciate it. Seriously, it's so fun. You're one of the first people I've had on on this podcast. So, living like a G. So, I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. And, um, your uh which ones are better are uh 
speculative at best. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, we can agree to disagree. We, we actually had two two of them. We, 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 like we voted the same. You yeah. know what I mean? But no, I'm just kidding. But um, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Always love your support. You're literally one of the best Thanks. cousins ever that a girl can ask for. So. And friend. Seriously, Sweet. beyond cousins. Likewise. So, love you so much. And tune in next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.